Welcome to the 122nd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. All right. 122. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. Just focusing my chi. <laughs> no, no. No? No. No. Chi. <laughs> Not cheese. I love cheese. Oh, Jesus. I knew he was going to say that. I love some chi tie. I mean, chai tea. Never mind. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Thank you. Last episode, you guys finished going through Tennyson Tower, saved Laria Long Road, found out about the Summershade Granite Quarry, and had a nap at the coffee house. Refreshed, fully healed, weapons refixed, shields repaired, holes plugged up that were made by swords, and finally getting to rest. Getting all of your spells back. For some of you, it's been a while. I know, right? All of your reagents back. Is there anything you guys do to prepare for the morning? I mean, like, make all my alchemy? <laughs> Stretch. Go for a run. Shave my head. Pet my pterodactyl. Is that a euphemism? Well, I mean, if who's going to do it? <laughs> Brianna will probably have spent time to fix her broken shield. That's what she spent the evening doing. And meditate and pray to her deity great anyone else have anything that they want to do in the evening time did i get my golem back to the place you did Woohoo! i'm gonna go get to get all the other goblins and see what we can do about it okay what we're not at the citadel we're we're like <laughs> we're far away yeah you're not at the citadel right now oh you're still at the long roads coffee house rob you realize we're like in a different part of the world right no yeah, we have to go through that, like, gate that transports us halfway across the world. I thought our citadel was in the city. I'm sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're not in Breach Hill anymore. <laughs> but you are halfway across the world. Oh, Rob. Rob, we're going to talk about what's going to happen with that later. But you did get it back to the Long Roads Coffee House. Okay. That's good. I have plans. So many plans. I'm scared. I feel like Knife Sword, like, put a harness on himself, put some ropes on the tables, like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then he, like, jumped in Brianna's backpack. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't know why you would think differently. <laughs> you know my plan. Brianna is hobbling everywhere now <laughs> with horrendous back pain <sighs> and does not know why. Did Knife Sword put blinders on you? Is that what happened? Yup, that's exactly what the noise is. <laughs> he puts hands out like a side of your face so he wouldn't look back and see the thing. <laughs> What's going on back there? Nothing. The air is just really thick. Keep walking. They really need to shovel this sidewalk. Oh, no. She spends probably a lot of the evening with Brianna's help, maybe getting all of the uh, Asmodean inscriptions off the thurible and either carving her own things into it or seeing if Brianna wants to do something else to kind of like, you know, counteract that. And then the morning is, yeah, just alchemy. Sure. Could I sell my hide armor? Because I don't need it, don't want it, and it's wasting space in my stuff. Feed it to Knife Sword. He'll happily eat it. Oh. It's tricky. All right. <laughs> knife Sword. Yo. Is it magic? I, not from what I'm seeing. Okay. Soraya, you got any more of that green uh, flavoring I could put on it? No. She's mixing up a vial of something green. Just no. <laughs> I have one more question. This is going back a long while ago. I was sleeping. My character was sleeping somewhere under a tree. We had just fought something and Knife Sword had put some gems or jewels or runes in his mouth. And I had received one 
and I don't see it in my character sheet. I don't see it in the group loot. I didn't remember what it was, so I wondered where I could find that. I have added those runes to your character sheets, so you have them now. But it would take someone with a certain level of crafting time, like days of time, to install it. Because he also gave me the shadow one, which I wish we had four days of downtime or whatever it is. I think it's days. But in any case, I'm waiting for us to get back to Rachel and then try to convince Haya to use Brianna's downtime to do that for me. Yeah, I don't mind. You know, maybe we can role play about it, guys. <laughs> Instead of just if this happens. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> which die do I roll to do that? No. <laughs> Robert, I'm making shit for you. <laughs> literally. She's literally making shit for you right now. Look outside your window. <laughs> but yeah, no, if once we get back to Breach Hill, once we're not on a time constraint, because I feel like we're still mid trying to save all the things. Yes. No. Yeah, there's definitely stuff that once we get back, we need to take care of. But Twin Talon's got some stuff he wants to do, too. But that's stuff we need a little more time for, unfortunately. But yeah, definitely do not forget that you have it because it's certainly worth a lot of chatter and it, it will help in a couple ways. One, plus one to attack, but also it allows you to then add more secondary runes to it, which is something we can get into when that time comes up. But yeah, definitely something we want to not forget that you have. I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Does anyone have anything else they would like to do to prepare for the day? Knife Sword, do you want to cast Mage Armor because it lasts for 24 hours? Yes. That's such a great upgrade to that spell, by the way. I agree. Right? Yeah. So cool. Do I need to actually cast it or is it just something we can mark down? You have to actually cast it. Yeah, but I put it on you already, so you're good to go. Oh, okay. Thank you. But it does mean that you lose one of your spell slots. That's fine. For the day, yeah. I think it's a useful one. Absolutely. It's certainly worth it. When you're knife sword and you have so many spell slots, you know. Do I use my wizard spell slots? They're all taken up by gravity well. That's flex. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. So Twin Talon is ready to roll out to this. If taking care of going to the quarry, which I think is where we're going, right? Mm -hmm. If that means taking care of Laslin and letting us go home, he's very ready to go do that. Okay. So as you do your morning preparation, Laria comes up to you and hands you a map. The map shows you the directions to get to White Rock, which is the town that she told you about. It is about 40 miles south of Cantargo along the river. She says that you can either reach it by riverboat or the well-traveled Silver Road, whichever you see more fit. Boat! Boat! Oh, oh, sorry. I don't know what possessed me to think we should probably go by boat. Oh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but heart is just saying boat. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What was the other option? Boat or also boat? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I guess we're taking boat then. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So 40 miles is a bit of time, but you managed to get there by the end of the day. So as you get to White Rock, you notice that it is a very small town. If we were in like a modern day movie or TV show, you'd see like a sign that says, Population, 1,499, and then a number would drop and it would say, population, 1,500. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's updating live? Apparently. It's a magic sign. Ooh, I want to go to the sign and jump on one side of it and then jump on the other side of it. <laughs> it goes to 1501, then back to 15. Nice. <laughs> How long does this keep Twin Talon entertained? Uh, two or three jumps. <laughs> 
Checks out. As you continue into the town, you notice that it's very small. There's dotted houses along the road to the, quote, town center, if you could even call it that. There's a general store. There's what looks like new construction of a shrine to Desna, a small civic building, and the most important part of any town, two taverns. Two. Fancy. That way when you get kicked out of one for being rowdy, you can go across the street to the other one. Exactly. Pretty much. This town is, it reminds you a lot of Breach Hill, except smaller. It's a very small town. This is a very rustic town. There's lots of open farmland and you see lush vegetation run riot over the rolling hills. Do I sing Beauty and the Beast or Sound of Music? Struggles. Yes. <laughs> All of the above. Okay, so I guess we got to go talk to the Baron. Is that what she called him? Yes. The Baron of Two Streets? Great. Cool. We've got a stoplight. Okay, cool. Good, good, good for you. <laughs> to the Baron. Joltero? Is that what his name? Joltero. Kenton Joltero. Oh, hang on. We have the Silver Tongue Elixirs. Does anybody want to take that to talk to the Baron? I trust myself not even with it, so you go ahead. Who's going to be doing the talking? That's that's the question. I just plan on charming him with my feminine wiles. <laughs> okay. All right. No knife sword. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> go back to the backpack. Just go to sleep. Exactly. What's the elixir do again? It gives you a bonus to diplomacy, intimidate, and deception probably, and a negative something else. Plus three items to deception, diplomacy, intimidation, and performance checks. Uh, any crit fails become regular fails. The drawback is you take a minus two item penalty to arcana, crafting, lore, cultism, and society. You choose a skill in which you are trained for the duration. You become untrained in that skill. I assume it's one of those that it listed. And all your failures to recall knowledge become critical failures. Okay. And how long does it last? It lasts one hour. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it if you guys want me to talk to him. It certainly couldn't hurt. But I think to be more charismatic is an entirely bad idea. She'll hand one over. Okay. Let's see if we can get an idea of where he is before I take this and then we walk around for an hour and then we don't find him. Yeah. I mean, I have like three or four, but yeah, I, I get the point. I moved one over to Matt. Okay. And then we'll have you use it and we'll should apply all the effects to it. So how do you try and find this guy, this Baron? Baron! I look for the biggest, fanciest building in town. It is like nine o'clock at night when you roll in. Well, why don't we go to the tavern and get our sea legs, you know, taken care of, take a bite, and maybe ask the locals where the Baron would reside. That's a great idea. Okay, I will go do that. Goodbye. <laughs> you did hear me, right? Come through? Yes. Have it's fun. Easy. Storming the castle. Okay. All right, let's go. The big question is, which inn do you go to? Do you go to the good tavern or the other tavern? It's like when there's two malls. There's the good mall and the, the other mall. I mean, am I able to tell the difference between either as a non-local? <laughs> they look about the same. The left one. We go to the left one. I look for the rowdier one. Probably louder. That's the left one. Off we go. All right. So you head in and this tavern is jumping. Like there's a gnome behind the bar and one patron in there. And this is the rowdy one with all the noise coming from it? Yep. Great. You see that there's a bard on stage and you think it's singing? It could be considered yodeling, but you're not quite sure. Is the other bar literally across the street? Yes. 
I'm poking my head into the other bar. There's a bartender. There's a halfling behind the bar. And there is no one in here. I nod and I go back to the party. <laughs> okay, so literally at both bars, it sounds like it's hopping, but it's quiet at 9 p.m. at night. Yeah, it could be a work day or school day. Let's go find out why. Let's stride up to the bartender and get a round of drinks. Are there seats at the bar where we could all sit? Yep, there are definitely seats. The bartender, oh, hello, you're not from around here, are you? Can you tell that because we're corporeal? Twintalon. <laughs> You're a funny one. Um, no, no, we just don't get many visitors here. Uh, that's that's too bad. What's uh, what's on the menu? Oh, I got some uh, sturge stew. I have shank, uh, deep fried candy sturge legs. Uh, I uh, and uh, ale. Are sturges your main food source in this town? Oh, they're so big. Yes. Okay. Does everybody know what sturges are before we go on? Yes. It's a fish, right? It is not. No, that's a sturgeon. No, they're like a giant mosquito thing? Yeah. Yeah. They're like a giant halfling-sized mosquito. Or goblin-sized for your reference. I'm sorry. Or maybe they're tiny? No, I think, I think they're tiny. I think they're the size of like a house cat. Yeah, they're the size of a house cat. But that's a mosquito. <laughs> yeah, it's still enormous. What was the first thing he said? Stur- did he just have like a, like a hunk of sturge, basically? He said something about a shank? Yes, deep-fried um, sturge shank. Can I just get... Even just a raw one and for Jasper. Jasper just looks at the guy, just... Sure. Would anyone else like anything? I'd like your biggest hunky, chunky, chunk of food, please. Jasper just... Ale, please. Okay. And you see him step back and start preparing some food for you guys. He throws a raw stirred shank onto the bar for Jasper. Pulls up a round of ale for everyone. Jasper requests his own cup. So what brings you to town? He looks at Jasper, gives Jasper his own cup. Thank you. Soraya pets Jasper. That's quite disconcerting. You've never seen a familiar before? Most of them speak, don't they? Not very often around here. Oh, well, he's a lovely little assistant, this one. So what brings you to town? Well, we're looking for your Baron. We need to talk to him. Do you know where we could find him? Oh, the Baron's Manor. It's down the street. It's the the biggest house here, but he's probably asleep right now. It is a farming area, so most people sleep early around here, as soon as the sun goes down, because they need to be up early. Okay. The Baron himself farms? No, everyone pitches in around here. It's a small town ever since the quarry closed up. Hmm. Is there a place we could stay for the night? Oh, I have some rooms here. How many do you need? I have three. We'll take all three. Oh, okay. Excellent. I didn't know if you needed more. If not, you could go across the street and grab the other three. Would I talk to you about that? No, you'd have to go ask them. So I'm not sure why we're talking about it. I would like to rent your three rooms. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. So the three rooms for the night plus the food, that would be five silver. Okay. Twin Town will slide across five silver. Oh, I was just going to give him a gold and leave his day. Okay. <laughs> Eh, why not? I mean, you only have 5,000 gold. Yeah, not enough. And like a level, a plus two rune like who's got is like 3,000 gold. Yeah. So <laughs> we are not hurting for <laughs> for resources. Okay. His eyes widen and he thanks you profusely for the single gold piece. And he says, oh, let me go make them up for you. And uh, I'll even change the sheets. And you see him kind of like walk away. Is there any other adult like person who runs the bar in the room 
I think this person is the sole proprietor of this establishment. Well, the bard is doing their thing, apparently. But they're not, like, running the place. Yeah, the bard is sitting there singing-ish, yodeling-ish, like, around on a small, raised... I'm not going to call it a stage, maybe, like, a, a lecture hall. Platform. Platform, yeah. Who's going to throw her fist up at the bard and say, Bard, you got to get your shit together! Play me some shitty fucking tunes! <laughs> And then she's going to hop behind the bar and start serving some drinks. You see the one patron in there that's not you guys just like start gulping down drinks very quickly. And his already unfocused eyes become even more unfocused as he drifts off into a deeper alcoholic stupor. And the bard is trying to play some sea shanties, but either the lute is out of tune or he doesn't know how to find a pitch. He's just warbling his way pathetically through what to do. What do you do with a drunken sailor? Yeah. The phrase that comes to mind is he couldn't carry a tune if it had handles on it. (laughs) Bless. Can anybody, any of you friends, people I've been sleeping with for the past however many nights, can you please someone just fucking fix this man or do something instead? How many of the party have you been sleeping with? Yeah, Twintalon's gonna look at Brianna. Mm-hmm. Brianna will shrug. All right. Brianna will look at Twintalon. Twintalon will shrug and shake his head back and forth. Lies. Wink, wink. Right. That sort has because he slept in her backpack and she had her backpack with her. He totally misses the point. We've all been sleeping together. Like, no, no, no. That's not what we mean. It's, it's not like that. It's not, no. I mean, I'm just saying, ooh, comes with some pretty nice pillows of her own, so. Hell yeah. Hey. <laughs> Please, somebody. Can someone perform? Anybody. Anybody. Why don't you? Go on. Give us an Urkish ballad. Give me, give me just a minute to drink some beers or some ales. And I guess it will take a few drinks. She's, I'm not paying for them. I'm letting you know that now. Like, I'm not. So, okay, great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I guess I will take, like, two two really big steins and just like kick them back really quickly and then she goes up to the bar grabs this does he have an instrument i don't even know a lute a lute i pick up his lute i attempt to tune it do i need to roll for anything give me a performance check i have no oh i have some performance here we go i was gonna say i have none but i do have some here we go ten all right as far as you can tell it's in tune all right, let's sing some shitty tunes. <laughs> she starts screaming. Ah, it's great. Best singer. I mean, it tends average. It's, it's not a bad performance. So while this is happening, Twin Town's going to try to take a uh, an inventory of how much he thinks it would cost to buy all of the ale that's behind the bar. Oh, easy eight silver. Okay, great. So Twin Town's going to get another gold piece ready to give that guy when he gets back. Tell him to basically just fuck off. Like, look, this is going to be gone and you should probably go. Yeah, just uh, she's in charge now. Just just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's safer that way. I rolled a secret performance check for Ooh, and she's singing pretty well. Yay! Checks out. You don't know if it's all the alcohol. Maybe it's the weird local seasoning of Sturge or anything like that. But you all seem to, after what you've dealt with, you guys have a pretty good night. The gnome bartender... Thanks you for your patronage and kind of says that you have the run of the place. Not to mind old drinky over there. <laughs> How much are the rooms across the street? I'll ask him before he goes. 
Oh, we work at the same price. He just has three rooms and I have three rooms. If forever there's a group that needs six. So if we were to rent out those three, how much would it cost? Oh, three silver. So Twin Talon was going to give him a gold and a silver. That's eight silver for the rest of the bar and three silver for the three rooms across the street. And he's going to say, go across the street, rent the three rooms, bring us back two of the keys, and you take the other one. And we're going to have a little... We need to let off some steam. It's been a tense few weeks. Uh, so if you could just humor us, uh, we will we'll be out of your hair shortly. All right. And he does that. All right. Okay. Some good old time draining the, the kegs with the crew. <laughs> How shit-faced do we get? Is that something we need to roll? Throw <laughs> a constitution saving throw. <laughs> no, the answer is very. <laughs> so we wake up in the morning. And we step outside. Feeling uh-huh. like P. Diddy. Feeling like P. Diddy. Jinx! <laughs> We're just on it today. <laughs> no, I say we wake in the morning and we step outside and we take a deep breath. We get real high. We get real high? Okay. We scream at the top of our lungs. What's going on? <laughs> you take a deep breath outside and it smells like horse manure because you are in a farming town. It is the first of Lamashan. Happy Lamashan. So how does everyone wake up? I guess is the question. Because we rented the two rooms across the street and the three rooms here, which is five for five people. I mean, I imagine especially particularly drunk. Yeah, it's like Ooh and Soraya together again, unless Ooh's sleeping with someone else. I'm sleeping with whoever's going to sleep with me, so if you're going to sleep with me, that's fine. Let's go. <laughs> it was like, casual sex, Soraya's like, but are we an item? Are we a thing? Oh, no. All I know is I'm waking up naked, so. <laughs> Fair. I mean, you're going to sleep, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to retreat to the backpack, put a nice tea on, kettle on the stove, put my feet up and read a good book before I doze off in my armchair. You have a kettle in there? I'm concerned. <laughs> and an armchair. Fire safety. Oh, no. <laughs> My poor backpack. So Lama Shan, just so you know, is October. Oh. And it is named for the evil god Lamashtu, mother of monsters. Oh, OK. So for funsies. Makes sense. It's not named for Lama Shearing season. There's not another L. That's the only reason why not. Oh. Uh. Run out of L's. All right. So let's get up bleary eyed. Have some greasy breakfast, as you do. Yeah, how it should be. Sturge eggs with... Uh, I'm guessing it's just more fried sturge, because these people live on mosquitoes. They're a bunch <laughs> of fucking weirdos. Sturge egg omelets and ale. Sturge bacon. Yeah. It's poached sturge eggs, actually, I think. Mmm, great. Are sturges a real thing? I hear the larva on toast is a delicacy, though. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to Google sturge. I don't know how to spell it. So I don't know if it's a real thing. It is not a real thing. It is a fantasy thing, but it's S-T-I-R-G-E. Hey, there they are. Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're not pretty. They're like me when I wake up. I mean, same. Woke up this way, unfortunately. I woke up like this, and it kind of sucks. Do you think that they're, like, actually meaty? Do you think that they're, like, really just, like, sacks of blood? Like, what do you think they are? This is a, this is a discussion for a different time. Never mind. Let's, let's move on. No, I think it's the perfect time to ask these questions, frankly. I mean, it looks like their abdomen would be kind of fleshy. See, I think they're not. I think they're just brittle for some reason. That's just me. You think it's just like heightened all the way down? Yeah. See, I think that once they get so large like that, like they're, again, they're because of cats. Like there's got to be some kind of meat on the inside. 
like crabs, right? Like they're just big crabs. Or muscle at least. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I imagine they're like, is that they're like flying crabs. With like a chitinous outer layer and then meat on the inside. I mean, they taste great when you drown them in butter, so. As does everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Still only does cargo. I drown my butter in butter all the time. <laughs> that is the plan. You know what this butter needs? More butter. Okay, so can we head to the uh, large house at the end of the street then? Yes, we need to go speak to the Baron. So as you approach, you see that there is a tall gentleman, thinning yellow blonde hair, full beard, kind of working on his house. Okay. Twin Town will drink his silver tongue mutagen. I get those thinny thinny. <laughs> Muties with benefits. So it's Jorah from Game of Thrones. Got it. Okay. And he looks over and says, uh, hello. Can I help you? Hello. Are you the Baron? Yes, I am. Great. So we bring a letter of introduction from Ms. Longroad of Kintargo. Ah, how is she doing? Better now that she's been rescued from being kidnapped by slavers. Uh, what, what happened? What do you mean, slavers? Uh, I'm sorry? She, uh, there's this group called the Scarlet Triad. Their symbol kind of looks like a red claw with a circle. And they were causing a disruption, trying to capture slaves and blame it on Nadal in Cantargo. But we put an end to that. But their leadership, as we understand it, is working out of your local quarry. So we need to know what you know about the quarry and what's going on there. And also we'll need you to point us in that right direction. Oh, um, that is very strange. Um, so my family owns the quarry and closed down the operations about a decade or so ago. And, uh, when, when its output had been depleted, I pay a few guards to watch over the site and shifts of several months. I'm sorry, they're there for several months at a time? Yes, yes, yes. We've built uh, outposts or cottages, and I pay them fairly well, about two gold for three months shifts. Mm-hmm. And have you heard anything from them? Um, they haven't reported any activity on the mines or anything, so I haven't heard from them recently. So either they've been bought off? I mean, I pay them very well. I doubt that they could get paid off. They're, they're just local folks, but uh, not that I know of. I want to roll a sense bullshit. There we go. Okay, go ahead and give me a perception check. No, no, sense bullshit. Oh, sense bullshit, I'm sorry. Matt, would you like to give me a make an impression check, which is a diplomacy check? Absolutely. Did you already bump up my stats? Looks like you did. Yes. Okay, perfect. Did you just say perfect? Mm-hmm. I love you. 25. Okay. Brianna, what did you get? Haya, what did you roll for sensing bullshit? Don't worry about it. It's fine. What is it? I didn't roll well. 23. 23. He seems to be telling you the truth from what you can tell. Lame. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you've done a good job making an impression. You do think that he's holding something back, but more like he's embarrassed than it's... You know, it's nothing nefarious, more like, oh, I can't believe I have to talk about this. This is so embarrassing. What's on your mind besides hair, friend? Oh, well, not much of that anymore. No, it's just, I hate talking about the mind as I find it silly. Yes, the production slowed, but it didn't stop completely. We could have kept mining there, but we closed it down for such a silly reason. I'm almost embarrassed to say. We can 
tell us. We're not from around here. It's not like we're going to tell anybody. Uh, well, you know, as we were digging, we did find some ancient chambers, and my family thought they were haunted, and uh, that's really one of the main reasons we closed it down. Is there a reason they thought they were haunted? Like, did things happen, or did they just find weird chambers and just assumed the worst and left? There were some altars, and we couldn't figure out the deity that they were dedicated to. Uh, our best priest couldn't figure it out, but uh, we got nervous. Uh, unearthing ancient worship sites, you don't want to mess with them or anything like that, so we, we just left. We had other minds to deal with, so it didn't put a big damper on our production. Which minds are those? Are they, like, the only minds that you have? Are they separate minds from other minds? Like, where are we discussing here? Behind your house? The Summershade Granite Quarry is the one where we found the altars and whatnot. It's about an hour walk from here to get to the mines. But we have some other mines in other areas. I love the farming and the people around here. It's just so quaint. That's why I decided to stay here. And not to look under stuff. It's fine. So about these altars, did you see them yourself? Yes. Yes, I did. There wasn't, like, writing in strange languages, was there? There was. What about, I even hesitate to ask, but, like, skulls or other bones nearby? P.S., like, all evil gods just have, like, bones nearby? Like... Twin Talon's just trying to, like, frighten him or act like he knows more about it, but it's just, like, using very generic things that would be on an evil altar, like writing in a different language or, like, bones nearby, things that are, like, going to be on every single altar that he's like, oh, mm, no, God, no, you got problems. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, there were bones and uh, it looked like there was a triangle with a blue circle on one side and a crescent moon on the left. And then it looked like a mountain beneath a giant anvil uh, and some very weird writing. Can we use religion to try to figure out if we understand what that symbol is? Yeah. Who wants to roll recall knowledge religion? I apparently did it secretly. Hello? How the fuck did I do that? That's fine. <laughs> Matt, are you rolling recall knowledge religion? I mean, I have a negative to it, right? Yes. I'll do it. I'll have to think about it later, probably. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Knife, sword, and twin talon. This sounds like the symbol for the dead god Aridin. And that Aridin is a good deity and should be revered. And we don't know why he died, but he did. Hiya. Brianna knows that that symbol sounds like the symbol of Minderhall. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Wasn't that in like the, the giant one? Yep, it is in Giant Slayer. Minderhall is a lawful evil deity. Areas of concern, creation, giants, justice, strength. Worshipped by giant kind, especially stone giants. Okay. Sounds like you might have a giant problem, friend. I'm not saying that your problem is large, although it can be. But uh, this deity is one revered by giants. It is a concerning deity. Like Asmodeus is lawful evil. Yeah. He's the opposite of Srenray. Yeah. Of everything you stand for. Freedom and goodness. Mm-hmm. So where is this? Oh, you already told us where the quarry was, right? Out of town? An hour's walk? Yes. An hour's walk, yes. All right. Well, we're going to go investigate. You're welcome. What's going on with the quarry? And hopefully 
your guards are okay. Maybe they've been captured and we'll be able to free them. But I do want you to prepare yourself for the worst, just in case. Well, uh, yes. Uh, if, if, if anything happened to them, then of course, uh, uh, I would feel terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. All right, Charles Barkley, we're going to get out of here. Said it is. Terrible. That's Charles Barkley. That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> would it be wise to get maybe a, uh, a writ from him or something in the event that we do run into guards? That would be wise. Sure. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, give give me a moment. And you see him go into his house and grab a piece of paper and he writes a note on it, stamps it with his signet ring, hands it to you and says, uh, please, please let me know if there's anything else I can uh, help you with. Uh, uh, I'm sorry that this is such a hassle. Uh, of course, but... Before we do go away, would you mind looking this over again? Because I'm pretty sure you just handed me your shopping list for the week. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And he gives you another one. The proper one this time. No, no problem. Sorry about that. That's okay. It happens to the best of us. I'm so forgetful in my old age. It's really okay. Well then, onward we go. Bye-bye. <laughs> waving, trying to run away. Smile away, boys. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, so you head an hour out of town to the summer shade granite quarry, and around the shoulder of the looming summer shade mountain, the path widens in a final steep descent. At the bottom of this descent, five armored figures stand tall. To the west of the path, a cave mouth pierces the hill. You assume that's where we are in the map now? In the mouth of the cave? Well, you're almost there. You're headed towards that. Is the opening to the mine past the guards, or those are two separate directions? No, you need to go past the guards to get into there. Well, good thing someone, someone special thought of a writ. Let's walk up to them. Say hello. Who walks up? Oh, special, special. Are they on the map? Because it says, we're in the mountains, we are descending a path, ahead of us are some guards, and there's a cave mouth on our left meaning that we are in the open air. So as you head towards the guards, once you look at them, you noticed that they are propped up bodies of the guards, clearly dead. Oh, shit. Twin Talon will tuck the writ in one of their pockets. <laughs> and <laughs> go through their pockets? No, I'm not going through their pockets. <laughs> Brianna will instead go forward and check their pulse, see what exactly killed them, etc., etc. The open path descend to the north then? Yes. Haya. As Brianna goes to check the bodies of the guards, it's quite clear what killed them. The large gash through their neck is what killed them. It looks like a sword cut through their neck. As it looked to you guys from a distance, it looks like the guards are still standing watch but obviously they are quite dead. Can Brianna tell how long they've been dead? I hope so. Can I tell that? Sure. They look like they've been dead for about a month. Oh, they're decayed. They're stinky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No gentle repose on these. Baby girl, they real dead. Okay, shall we just hop right into the mines then? I think so. We, we just need to... Wait a minute, this is very suspicious. The, this person hasn't checked in on their guards or had any communications whatsoever? It's real dumb. He said that they did last there for, for months. A few months? He said that they were on like several month shifts. So 
basically they would come out here for a couple months and then they would go back in and I guess they would swap out with some other else. Still, though. Two months since they were came out here. If they were on like a three-month rotation, then it'd still be another month before anybody realized they were gone. I still think they should be in communication. I still think that it's very suspicious. If there was any problems, historically, they've just sent missives. You notice that there are some dead, like, birds here that look like they're messenger birds. I cover Jasper's eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, hmm. Something still smells fishy. No, those are bodies. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I agree with you that it's a dumb system. It's fine. Well, I think the, the issue is that it's just always been like a sweet gig. Like you and your three friends go up to the mines and you, quote unquote, guard it for three months and somebody pays you to do that. And like, there's never any trouble. The most you're probably doing is chasing children out of the quarry. Uh, make sure no one gets hurt. Keeping errant goats out. <laughs> so when these people died, it's not like this is a place that's ever had a lot of trouble. Right. But if there's communications that have been sent or not, the dead birds are dead. Right. Somebody from the outside had sent communications here and they haven't received response. There is no suspicion whatsoever. Yeah, they would send communication if there was an issue, which, like Matt was saying, was probably not very often, if at all. Okay, so my concern was that the birds here are theirs. It's not from the outside that never mind. I'm stupid. Let's just keep going. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not stupid. But I think that's correct. It's not that someone had sent birds here and someone had killed them. These are probably the messenger birds that they keep to send out and somebody slaughtered them. I don't know why they already killed the guards. This seems like overkill to murder the birds, but whatever. Or if the birds are domesticated, once the guards started rotting, if, even if they were eating them, they died of an infection or, you know, poisoned. Who's to say? They're all dead now. And I think it's just the nature of this place that they weren't really expecting any trouble. So when they didn't hear from them for a couple months or a month, it didn't really arouse any suspicion. Yeah. All right. So do you guys want to go into the cave mouth to our left or do you want to continue to the quarry proper straight ahead of us? It looks like there's some great, like a hole up there in front of us. Is that true? Do y'all see that? You guys see that too. It looks like a pit. This reminds me very much of the pit that we... Not that we found Knife Sword in, because we found Knife Sword on a straw mat, but it was near another pit like this when they were being made to mine yellow rocks. Remember that Knife Sword when you were being made to mine yellow rocks? <coughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it looks like there's a hole in the in the floor there with a like a cage on top of it. Run up to it. Go say hello. Sure. We should probably be stealthy. I mean, I'm always stealthy, but I think everybody should be stealthy. Nah. What's the worst that could happen? Which way are you going? North into the quarry proper to see what we can see from poking our head out there. Okay. Now we're going to use a rule that we haven't used yet. Group activities. Like in Step Brothers? Yep. Group attempts. What I would like you to do is do a group stealth check. How would we do that, Sean? Please enlighten us. Okay. So you pick one person to roll against the DC. And then you use that person's DC for everyone. Okay. I say Brianna. What? Brianna is, is not bad at stealth, but... Uh... She's no twin talon, who we should be using for stealth. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he always rolls stealth for initiative, and I always beat him, so uh, you know, I don't know if we want to rely on that. Initiative? I guess I know who I'm not healing uh, anytime soon. Yeah, don't heal him, man. He's holding behind. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, shit. So if we can use anyone's mod, mine is probably the best. Yes. I would assume you would be instructing people to do that. And what level are you guys? 11? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have the DC. Okay. Do we know what the DC is? 
You do not. All right, that's unfortunate. Should I just roll stealth? What's going on? No, I roll. It's stealth is a secret check, Sean. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Are you drunk? Get with this goddamn game. Come on. That's who you should not heal. <laughs> Sean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it'll be my stealth mod plus the D6. Uh, I'm sorry, plus the D20 uh, versus their perception DC. So it's their perception plus 10. Yes. So I normally, I shouldn't tell you this because it would be more fun for me, but I will tell you, you failed if you would like to use a hero point. I will use a hero point. Okay. I'm just saying I rolled a natural one. My mod's a 22, by the way, in case anybody's curious. That's insane. Yeah. So let's use that hero point and let's have you roll stealth again secretly. But apparently Knife Sword was right. I roll very poorly for stealth, even though my mod is very high. I am the one with the uh, really high intelligence. I'm just saying. Okay, so you believe you are showing everyone how to move silently through this quarry after you kicked a rock that was really loud. You're like, oh, all right. All right. We're good now. We're good now. Sorry, I dropped my symbols, but we're good now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I brought this drum kit, but it's fine. We're, should we good? <laughs> you drop it and it goes boom. And then you keep moving. <laughs> oh, no. I give up. Okay. You guys may move as you would like. So I think we're moving north into the quarry proper to see what we see. Yes. All right. I'm going to get everyone to stop where ooh and knife. Sir, did you go to a different room? <laughs> what? I didn't see where we went. I thought that's where we were going. If you die, it's not our fault. No, no, no. You moved to a different room. Do you want to move back with everyone or did you mean to go in a different room? I don't know if everybody's here or not. I'm just going to chill for a second. What do you mean you don't know? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I went the wrong way. All right. Hang on. Okay, I'm just going to let everyone know I am very nervous about this part of the game because this could snowball into something real bad real fast. Oh, no. Okay, so everybody but Rob. Hundreds of feet across, this granite pit has sheer sides, thorny bush, and lichen growing along the walls. The floor of the quarry contains four rectangular pits surrounded by worn paths. Each pit is covered with an iron mesh lid. Cave openings dot the sides of the quarry walls. Now, let me give you some details. This map is to scale, so it is really that far across. In the book, they have one square equaling 40 feet, just to give you an idea. The opening that you all can see directly to your north are 30 feet up a sheer wall. You can climb it. It will be an athletics check, just so you know. There's also one to the west. That one is 15 feet up. Also, in the middle, between the four grates, you see a large giant. Rob! Yo! So, as you look down this hall. In the distance, you can see several weapon racks and lockers made from dark wood standing against the north wall. That's all you can see right now. Okay. And you don't hear or see your friends behind you. Does it look like whatever that is? Looks like a giant in the center of the pit there. Does it look like they've noticed us? Yes, it is a giant. Nope. It looks like they are looking into this great well, I wouldn't give for a gravity wall to pull it into the grate. I mean, you have a friend who knows how to do that. So uh, Twin Town will pat Brianna's backpack. Be like, knife sword, knife sword. The backpack is empty. Shit. 
Look around like, where the fuck did he go? What do you mean? He's not in there? No. Fuck. Brianna will start doubling back. Tisani, find knife sword. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're going to roll some initiative just so we can have things happening in kind of an order here. I'm going to put knife sword into that initiative because chaos gremlin. He can also make adjustments. <laughs> I didn't know my species had changed. Yep. You've gone from goblin to chaos gremlin. Madness. I fucking hate initiative. That shit's the worst role. All right, let's go through our initiatives here. Christine, what did you get? I got a nat one for an 18. Haya? 23. Heidi? 17. Matt? Uh, Twin Talon got a 29. I rolled a five. And Knife Sword? Got a 23. Okay, great. And what we'll do is we'll figure out what happens next week. Oh, oh come on. I'm so anxious right now. <laughs> I, I feel like Ooh would be ready for the challenge and wants to go in and fight, but I am anxious. <laughs> I'm terrified. Someone's going to die. I hope it's not us. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.